Welcome back to the Shots Side Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I'm joined once again by Matt Rungi. Um, Matt, we just came off of a all-star weekend. Um, kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say it was one of my favorite all-star weekends, but it had some good moments in it. I mean, Celebrity Game had uh, almost a crazy finish with The Miz almost draining a half-court shot as right after the timer went off. Uh just so I want to hear your thoughts just on the on the rising stars, or not rising stars, but celebrity game, and what you thought about uh, that game. Yeah, I mean that that was almost a crazy ending there. I didn't uh, end up counting, but that was a heck of a shot. Um, but overall, it was a pretty fun game. I mean, as much as you could uh, expect it to be for a celebrity game, kind of right. mosh posh of. Uh, people that know a little bit about basketball and some like Guillermo who are not quite as coordinated. Um, <laughs> but you want to mention that real quick? His little yeah, <laughs> but he still left us with a, a highlight of uh, getting the ball stuck between the rim and the backboard. Um, so that was pretty impressive. Just shooting was uh, obviously too easy for him. So he had to make it a little harder and uh, make that happen. But I would say that the biggest highlight of the celebrity game was probably uh, DK Metcalf just yamming it, um, showing well, like off that twenty times. <laughs> yeah, showing off that vert. Um, I think he was the one that won the the MVP of that game too. Yeah, he did. Um, he's no Kevin Hart, no four time winner, <laughs> but um, he he definitely balled out and showed uh the nfl why he needed to be drug tested the next week <laughs> <laughs> or next day yeah i mean it, it was nice to see a little bit of dunking though because usually in celebrity games we don't see any dunking most of the time it's like random people like on youtube that get invited and random celebrities that get invited that just want to take threes and act like they're Stephen curry which i don't know if you saw they had the uh, uh four point line for like it was a ruffles four point line we're not advertising ruffles at all but uh <laughs> they had a new like four point line for like i think it was just for that game for that celebrity game but it was kind of cool to see uh you know the nba kind of you know test the waters of a, a four point line yeah i thought that that was didn't they do that like in the all-star game like last year or like the year before um try, i like, think they had like out. a yeah, they had like a little like, like circle. Yeah, they had like two spots up, like kind of near half court, you know, top of the key area. Yeah, where I think it was kind of like, like uh, they did for like when they were shooting in like the skills challenge, the five point shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About there, like, basically yeah, that Dame there. Steph range. But yeah, I I think it's honestly an interesting thing because uh, obviously like celebrity people like. Um, not really hitting consistently from out there, but it, it would be a little bit interesting to see that, like, for guys like, like you said, like Steph and Dame, and, um, I mean, there's other guys that can hit from yeah. deep, too. Trey um, Young. Tra- yeah, Trey Young. So, I mean, it would be definitely interesting to see something like that. I think you would definitely have to, like, test it out, maybe, like, in the G League first or something like that, um, mm-hmm. just to see how it goes. Like, um, but that's definitely interesting because it's it's one of those shots where like if you hit two four pointers in a row, like a team would be like erase a ten point lead just like instantly almost. So 
that would be we get our first five point play maybe even too that so that'd be pretty crazy yeah, yeah for sure i um, don't know it was it's cool to just see them try things yeah they tried some other stuff too like uh i think uh so the team captains were Dwayne wade and then team ryan i don't know who who it must have been like a celebrity or something but uh, they had like buttons they could press where like, I think for like a two, two minute span, like you would get double the points for like, uh, so if you made a three, you would get six points. If you made a dunk or a layup, you would get four points. So they kind of tested that out too. I, they would never put this in an NBA game ever, <laughs> but it was still, I think it was more of just to kind of get this scoring up because, uh, you know. Celebrity games in the past have been pretty low-scoring games because there's not... I mean, it's you're not looking at like high-level talent for basketball-wise, but um, it was definitely cool to kind of see different things being added. And then, then uh, they had uh, special guests there in Utah and Salt Lake. Uh, Carlos Boozer showed up, played for, I think, uh, Team Ryan's team, and then Team Dwayne, I think they... Uh, after... Richard Jefferson got done refing a little bit. He took off uh, or put on some uh, some shorts and hooped up a little bit there for about two minutes. Had a couple cool cool dunks, but um, it was definitely an entertaining celebrity game. Yeah, I definitely thought it was. It was uh, definitely funny seeing uh, Richard Jefferson ref for a while. Um, <laughs> he kind of, kind of fit in. Uh, you saw. You probably saw the clip too of Giannis John at him a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, did you hear Giannis swear in in RJ's mic? Mike and RJ was like, "Oh, did he uh, swear?" I'm, yeah, oh. he's like, "I'm mic'd up, Giannis. I'm mic'd up." <laughs> That's funny. He was like, "I think Giannis is like, don't call any bull or like uh, fucking stupid calls or something like that." It's, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny, but yeah, I mean, if you guys want to see some highlights of kind of celebrity game and whatnot we'll have that on our tiktok page at shot to side we'll also have um the rising stars highlights on there i believe that just came out yesterday three-point challenge the dunk contest and then we'll also have the all-star game so we'll have all those highlights for you guys uh throughout this week on our tiktok page so make sure you check those out if you guys missed anything um we got you for sure but uh, moving on to the Rising Stars game, um, you know they, I think they implemented this. Was it a year or two years ago? Maybe they've just been doing it for a while. But having four teams and then playing basically playing three games, um, I think is kind of cool to see. You know, not only players, young players in this league, but also including G League players too to come up and kind of see. You know how good they are compared to young NBA talent. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly like it a lot more than just like the single game. I think it just allows you kind of to see like more of the talent spread out when you have three different teams. So you kind of get to see like guys play more and like actually be on the court. And then also, like you said, like the having the G League guys in there too is interesting because I know like. Not a lot of NBA fans watch the G League. Um, I, I know maybe so, some have watched more of like the G League at night, like out of any G League team, just because they have some prospects that are pretty good. Um, but even in general, I think 
nobody watches it like quite as much as the NBA. Well, obviously, but um, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's nice to see them on like the the big stage, kind of like a for those teams that are hoping the ping pong balls bounce their way. Like it's nice to see uh, some of these guys just to see maybe potential player on your team in the future. Yeah, one of those potential guys, Scoot Henderson, was playing. So, kind of got a quick, you know, look at at his play, and um, you know, he missed a couple, you know, two or three bu- buckets, but uh, you could definitely tell his athleticism is top notch. So, I know it's just a you know rising stars game, and you know, players probably aren't trying that much, but honestly, I couldn't tell in in this year's rising stars game because, or in the three games, because it looked like there was a lot of a lot of effort between all four teams. Um, I think there was one time where, uh, who was it? Um, David Roddy was like posting up Evan Mobley and they were kind of going at it in the post, which you you would never see in an all-star game, let alone, you know, a, a rising stars challenge. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really fun to watch. And, uh, you know, uh, I think in, what was it, game one, uh, Team Pal played Team... Darren Williams. So, um, you know, it was kind of a blowout that first game, 40 to 25. So first two games they played, they played a 40, best of 40, um, takes it home and then plays in the championship game. But uh, the first game wasn't that great. Uh, Team Powell, who eventually was the, you know, the winner of the whole thing. But uh, to me, I just felt like their lineup was stacked. I mean, you had player, you had, Apollo, you had Scotty Barnes, Matherin, Ivy, uh, and then the MVP, Alvarado. Uh, I didn't personally. I didn't see anybody being able to take down that squad. What about you? Yeah, I mean that team was pretty solid. Um, I, I mean the team uh, Duran was. They had some decent players, like they had Franz and uh, guys like Sangoon and Walker Kessler, but I think. Just the overall like versatility of that um, squad, like Paul's squad, was probably tough to beat. They have a lot of good defenders on that team, and a lot of guys that in games like this, like you need guys that can kind of like ISO, and they had definitely had the most of those guys on their team. Um, and then obviously you got Grand Theft Alvarado, who. Um, it's just clamping guys and <laughs> trying, trying like it's game seven of the NBA finals. Um, that that's always tough, but I think it is, this is just definitely a fun format in my opinion, just cause like, it's nice to see them play like a little bracket too. So that like the games are like meaningful, even if they are just to like 40 and then the championship was like 25. Is that? Correct? Yeah. They played to 25. Yeah. That's nice. Not having like. Right. Uh, actual time limit it's just play to the score first one to the score wins so I, I love that format i wish you know the nba kind of does it but or the the all-star game they kind of do it but those first three quarters nobody i feel like nobody's trying those first three quarters until it gets down to the fourth quarter when there's a set you know uh point score goal to get to yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get, touch on that later, too, because uh, I kind of have some thoughts on the, um, I think, what, what do they call it? The, what's it, where they score at the end? It's, what's that? 
It's got well, a specific name, but um, yeah, I think isn't it like can't Kobe remember Bryant scoring thing because you. No, it's whatever it's like, your as some like math teacher different. came up with it. Um, I can't think of what it's called right now. It's like the Elam ending or something like that. Does that sound great? Like I honestly, I'm not sure. I think that's what it's called. It's like the Elam ending, like E L A M. Um, okay. Yeah, ESPN did a story about it where like some like math teacher came up with it, um, just because like I guess it's supposed to be more create more like endings kind of like it did like a couple years ago because like that was an incredible ending in 2020 um but we'll talk about that once we get to the all-star game so i won't touch too much on it right now yeah for sure but um just to wrap up the the rising stars a little bit here but um you mentioned elvarado just his defensive prowess and um even got a little knock in, in the in the dunk competition too helping out his buddy Trey Murphy, but uh, he did a little bit more than just play defense. You know, he had 13 points the first game, which definitely helped them to get that first one. And then the championship game hits that last, not last second shot, but that uh, game winner um, fading away from the top of the key was uh, just shows kind of like how much confidence he has in his game. But, uh, Another guy that, you know, really impressed me just looking from afar was, you know, Quentin Grimes. I thought Quentin Grimes from deep. Um, I know this is kind of what you're used to with Quentin Grimes playing on the Knicks if you're a New York Knicks fan. But uh, he really showed that he's a knockdown shooter in this league. And uh, if he can get his defense playing optimal, I mean, he could probably be a starter in this league uh, in a couple years. Yeah, I mean, I think he's already even started some games this year. Um, yeah, he has. But, yeah, Quinn Grimes is definitely nice. Um, like you said, too, like uh, it was, Trey Murphy was uh, nice. He had a – I think I can't remember which team he was on. He had a nice dunk. Um, I think he was on Team Darren – or Joakim Noah, maybe? Um, I'm not sure exactly, but – he was on one of the teams, but he honestly, like his game has been impressing me lately. Um, yeah, he was on uh, team Duran, but he had, he oh, had Darren nine Lynch. points, um, four for six. I mean, it, nothing like crazy. Cause the, the scores aren't that high, but, um, I mean, he, he's just this whole, that whole Pelicans team, like Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, like all those guys are like, have a lot to offer. And I think, games like these like really display like some guys that you might not like really think of like because everybody always thinks of like the rookies and the young guys like Paolo and like top picks like Jade and Ivy and stuff like that but I think it kind of was nice for everybody to see like other guys ball out that maybe don't get all the recognition that some other guys do yeah and uh Jose Alvarado first player in NBA history to be undrafted and make it to the rising stars challenge. So, um, that's another big feat too for him. And not only for him, but just for the association too, just to let other players know that, you know, maybe like a guy like Mac McClung, who we'll talk about later, you know, somebody, but somebody like that can get in and, uh, make some noise and hopefully make a roster and, and show this league, you know, that they can play as well. Yeah. And even, uh, McClung, like he, 
he didn't do too bad in the Rising Stars. He had 10 points in his game. Um, so right. not too bad. I, I didn't really expect like the G League team to be able to overcome a full NBA squad. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they did their uh, best. They put up, they only yeah, lost they put up a fight. Yeah. Um, and I think even Mc, didn't McClung get like signed to a two-way like right after that game? Um, to the, did he? To Philly. Well, I know he was wearing the Philly um, uniform during the dunk competition, but uh, yeah. so I thought he was already on a squad. Um, so uh, he could have been. Yeah, I think he was. St- he was on Philly's uh, G League team already. So, uh-huh. um, but he's definitely gotten a lot more notice. Definitely after this All Star game or All Star. Yeah, he definitely has. It's kind of funny just like to see it all come full circle too for him because that like anybody that like likes high school basketball knows who Mac McClung is because he was an absolute phenom in uh, high school basketball so it's kind of nice to see that he's finally making a little bit of a name for himself and uh, maybe getting some more recognition and maybe earning a spot on a roster because uh, he'd be fun to see in the NBA. I mean, he definitely brings some excitement to the game. I mean, anytime you can 540 dunk, you <laughs> are an exciting player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk about that right now, though. Um, so that wraps up pretty much Friday night. Pretty much, well, I, I would say all of Friday. And then you had Saturday, which opened up with... Um, what did Saturday open up with? They opened up with the skills challenge, right? The skills challenge, which uh, oh boy, I mean, they gotta they gotta fix the skills challenge or something because it was awful to watch. I mean, it was Team Giannis, which Giannis wasn't even in it, or uh, Team Antetokounmpo, and and Giannis wasn't even in it. He was subbed in by Drew Holiday, which is kind of funny because if I'm Aaron Holiday or um, what's his other brother's name? Justin Holiday. Like I'd be, I'd be a little upset. Like why are you teaming up with them? And but I or, get it. Like yeah, why was, not just have the holidays? Yeah, but I get it. Like he was a late sub in, and he was already there for the All Star game. So I, I see why he was in it. But yeah. that's still kind of that's still kind of funny. Um, but all in all, like the skills challenge was kind of a it was kind of bust. I mean, you had team rookie. Team Rooks on there as well. And then what was the other team? It was, oh, Team Utah, Utah, who yeah, ended up team winning. Jazz. Yeah, but. Yeah, oh I, mean, I mean, that was just. Watching Jordan Clarkson and the Skills Challenge just made me want to claw my eyes out. <laughs> he, he's a great, he's a great, like, uh, player. But, like, if you're not going to try in those, like, uh, I just feel like somebody else should be in it, you know, like, put tht in it or something or if he would try in it or anybody right it, i mean it was bad like when they started doing the spot up shots or whatever where they had to rebound the ball and then pass it out to either the one two three four or five point circles i think who was it it was was it the rooks who didn't score a single point like for the first like i think it's two minutes and they didn't score a point until like the final like twenty seconds, and they ended up with like I think two points. Yeah, um, and that was just because they took like a one point shot, which was like a ten foot shot. Right. It was. 
it was pretty bad to watch. I really debated like turning off my TV at that point because like it was, I was it was not something that the fans really enjoyed. Nor nor did I. So uh, they got to fix it somehow. I don't know how they would, but skills challenge isn't really fun to watch. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it, you know, like some of the stuff is like a little too like gimmicky. Like maybe like have like kind of like how they used to do like that tournament uh, and then just do like simple things like because obviously like people i know part of it is people don't want to get hurt too like so maybe like do like some simple things like have a tournament where like it you like shoot shots and then also like do uh, some passing stuff where you're like mostly stationary um and then like maybe like add up your scores or something like that that could be interesting um, like combine your like shooting and passing scores together or something like that. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, nobody really wants to see somebody just like lollygag dribble down the court and like chuck up shots as fast as they can. Cause I guess you, they don't even have to make some of the shots. They just chuck them up until they move on to the next one. Um, yeah. That happened plenty. Also that watching some of those guys do floaters was just God awful oh. to watch. <laughs> Even Drew Holiday doing it, he was, I mean, he, I think it took him all three tries, too, and that was, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, and then the the bounce passing by Jordan Clarkson, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think they could definitely mix it up, though. Um, cause that, there had been some cool ones in the past, like, where they had, like, those teams like with like uh you know like some legends i think they did one year where like um where each team had like a current player a WNBA player and then a legend i thought that was pretty cool when they used right. to do that or um, even if they brought it back and did like the guards against bigs where you do the kind of like the course oh, or whatever yeah. and where then one you was on one side like, yeah the you do the course at the same time with those two players and then whoever makes the three at the end wins it. And I think that was the year yeah. that cat actually won it, but that was actually fun to watch. It was a way better performance than what we saw on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think anything where it like, there's like some like coming down to the wire thing, like makes it way more interesting for sure. Um, that's, I mean, I'm done talking about the skills challenge unless there's anything oh, yeah. to talk about. But... We could have skipped over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, just in case you're wondering if we're having a TikTok thing for the skills challenge, we will not have one. Uh, there there were no, no highlights. highlights. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's get into the, the meat of the All-Star game. Um, Three-point contest is first for the dunk competition. Uh, starting out, I mean, Halliburton set a new record. Well, not a new record, but tied Steph Curry's. Uh, record with 31 points out of a possible 40 points. Uh, he was absolutely killing it in the three-point competition to start off. I think at one point he made like, I think it was like seven or eight threes in a row before finally missing one. Might have been even more, but uh, he was impressive. Um, and then I think it came down to Halliburton, Buddy Heald, both teammates on the, on the Pacers. Uh, and then Damian Lillard were the final three. Uh, just your thoughts on like the three-point contest and uh, adding in um, 
those new shots from I forgot what they called it, but maybe it was like the starry. Yeah, like the starry uh, shots. Yeah, starry shots. Um, just your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, th- I think they had that last year too. Um, they did second yeah. year, but I. I think I thought the three point contest was pretty good. It was a little bit like anticlimactic just because um, Hal Burton was awful in the final round. Um, that sidewinder shot came back to bite him in the fi- <laughs> final round, but it looked solid in the first round. It, yeah, it looked solid when he was uh, feeling it. He hit both his starry shots, which are I think they're like three, four feet behind the line, maybe even five feet. Um, so that. Those were helpful for him, and then he hit four or five on his uh, money rack. But um, he was uh, he was good in the first round. Um, Buddy was obviously he was pretty consistent. Um, he got definitely got hot towards the end of each round, um, where his money racks were. Um, but Dame Dalla, I I said I said with my brother, I thought he was going to win it just because there wasn't really anybody like clay or steph in it this year or like any guy that like had taken it from him in the past because he's been in a couple of like past ones um so i thought you'd finally get it and he did um he was definitely the most clutch it his like you can kind of just tell like some people's threes are going to translate to a a a quick like catching or uh like grab it off the rack and shoot quick because dame dollar i mean if he walks in the gym he's capable of making the three like anywhere in the gym pretty much oh, yeah. um whereas like other guys you could see like uh were running out of time because they, they weren't uh like getting it and then like also like the positioning of your rack is like i i don't know why i think tatum put his rack like as his first rack his money ball rack when he was yeah. <laughs> and like he came out ice cold and missed most of them um, yeah, but I want to speak a little bit more on like those guys not like running out of time because a lot of those players like I think there was three three guys I think it was I think it was Julius Randle, Tyler Hero, and then Kevin Herter as well who all missed and I think they all had their money ball racks at the end too if I'm not wrong. Yeah, which no, hurt right. them in the end. Like I thought I thought Tyler Hero would have a chance. Um, I know on air they were talking about how, you know, if you're a really good jump shot, you know, spot up shooter where you use your legs a lot, this is probably not the contest for you, which I don't know if I totally agree on it, but it clearly showed in this one because, you know, shooters like Tyler Hero and Kevin Herter couldn't make more than, I think both of them made like around like 17 or or so, which uh, not the best, but... And then you had players like Laurie Markkinen, who uh, Markkinen looked pretty decent to start off. Uh, and then the other big, or two bigs, you miss, or you mentioned Jason Tatum, who was in it. We'll call him a big as well. But uh, yeah. Julius Randle, <laughs> well, I mean, he's a, he's bigger than the other guards out there, for sure. Small we'll forward. We'll call KD a, a big. Yeah, he's a forward. Yeah, yeah. Forwards are bigs. <laughs> Dude, Jul- Julius Randle, I, I felt exactly yeah. like his son did. I <laughs> I couldn't couldn't watch it. Yeah, they were just. I thought we were going to war or something. There were so many clanks on the rim. <laughs> I think we were all wondering, like, I think even he was wondering, like, why am I in this competition right now? Like, they couldn't find another shooter. Like, <laughs> right? Like, what? Why not just put th- throw Quentin Grimes in there? That that would have been better, honestly. 
I just or something since he was yeah. there anyways. I, I, mean, I don't think Brunson was there, was he? No, well, he might have been in the stands like supporting or something, but I didn't. Oh, I didn't yeah, see him. Maybe. But yeah, I, I mean, Julius is having like a record. I think he's he's shooting his the best he has in his career this year from three. So maybe that's why he thought he could, but uh, he just didn't. It didn't look good. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, he was clanking everything. Yeah, and then um, I, probably the most surprising, though, was, like, I was not expecting Kevin Herter to do that bad. Yeah, I mean. I mean, he does jump, but, I mean, <laughs> the announcers did kind of jinx him to start, though. They're like, for this last month, Kevin Herter's been shooting 28%, <laughs> hopefully he, he does better in this, and then he just comes out clanking <laughs> everything. <laughs> I was just going to mention that. I was going to say, like, he has been struggling from three. So I don't, I didn't want to say that I was going to play a huge factor in a three point contest where you're not being guarded. But I mean, yeah. that plus the announcer's jinx clearly had something to do with it. Yeah. I think, I mean, once you start seeing a bunch miss, then I think you kind of start rushing too. Like, cause he was taking his time too. And then he was running out of time. So then he started rushing him up and you just lose your form and everything. Right. Yeah, but uh yeah, I mean three times this is uh Damian Lillard's third time being in the three point contest. Finally won it, so congratulations to him. Um he wore his uh Weber State jersey as well, so that was kinda cool to see. If you guys don't know, Weber State is in uh Utah as well, where he went to college, so cool tribute there. Um Oh, is it that's in Utah? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yep. Learn something new on the pod. There you go. There you go. (laughs) But uh, moving on to the dunk competition. Uh, This was the last event on Saturday. Um, It's been tough the last, like, what, three, four, maybe even longer for dunk competition? Um, Yeah, I mean... It wasn't like last year's was a disaster, um, right? I don't so even. I, I mean, I don't even know who won last year. Wasn't it? Um, Is it Toppin? Toppin? Yeah. Oh yeah. And the, I mean, he didn't do anything like impressive, really. No, but uh, we got we got a show in this time around though. Um, you know, going into it, I was kind of skeptical. I didn't know what to expect from it but you had players like mac mcclung who you knew uh won some dunk you know competitions back in high school he's got some remixes on youtube check them out they're pretty cool um you got trey murphy who's a great in-game dunker uh taking a huge step in his career this year you had jericho sims who doesn't get a lot of playing time on the new york knicks but is a solid big um and then you had Kenny Martin Jr., who also a big high flyer. High flyer. Um, I thought he was going to do a lot better than than what he actually uh, yeah, did. Yeah, I, I did too. That was the one I was maybe most surprised did bad. Um, I didn't really right, expect it, that much from Sims, just because I mean, big guys tough to get creative. Unless you're like Dwight Howard or Javale McGee, where you can dunk it in two baskets at once. Yeah, I just. 
I mean, it was cool what he did. I, I don't know why he did the same dunk twice in a row, but... Um... Yeah, but, like, the first... So, the first one, where he tried to dunk and put two, both his elbows in the in the hoop and only got yeah. one in, and then his... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just it's, in general, though, like, putting you... Like, honey dipping is, like, pretty impressive, but... It is, I yeah. mean, it's less impressive at that height, though. Well, and you can't do basically the same dunk twice in a row like <laughs> and then uh, so for the second one he had the uh piece of paper that had the score the 50. 50 on it and they scroll over to who is it uh the mailman <laughs> carl malone <laughs> yeah. and he's just he's like i don't know if he would shake his head but like he was just so not impressed with the dunk i think that was the lowest score of the night actually so not quite a 50 for jericho there no, uh, that was uh, <laughs> that was actually baffling that he did. When he showed the 50, I almost like spit out my drink because I was like, you got to be kidding. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like uh, like a throwback to somebody or something like that. I know. Wow. You could barely even read it too because he like ripped it in the hoop. <laughs> so it was just, it was a failed experience. I mean, if you're going to go into a dunk competition, you got to have some better script up stuff than just like a corny like put the piece of paper in the hoop and, and bring it down showing a 50 like there's got to be something better than that bring out some props or something do it like aaron gordon did where he brought the mascot and had him spin on a um one of those um what do you call those things uh yeah like the hoverboard yeah whatever that yeah yeah um do something what? different and I thought, like, even, like, uh, the Trey Murphy and Alvarado thing, like, I thought that was, like, very creative and a good idea. Right, yeah, I loved that. Um, didn't necessarily love his second dunk, which I've seen, like, I, ha- I I bet you I've seen it at least ten times in a dunk competition. Yeah. That second I mean, dunk where... He, ran, he definitely ran out of creativity, um, but the first one yeah. was good. Yeah. I thought... Um, Max first one was super good too, like how he um, jumping what, over two like, guys. Yeah, and off. it looked like it was just gonna start a certain way, and then he changed it up. Yeah, too. I mean jumping on, jumping over two guys while one of them holds the ball, throwing the ball. Well, not throwing the ball, but touching, tapping, off the backboard. tapping that was, the backboard, that was insane. and then going behind your head for a dunk as a what is he like a six foot two guard. Uh, I thought that was probably his best dunk. You could throw the double clutch dunk in there too. That was pretty sick where he jumped over a guy and then did a, basically a double clutch midair. And then he did like a, basically a no looker over his head dunk. That was, I mean, that was probably the icing on the cake. Those two dunks right there. Yeah. I would say those are probably the best two dunks of the entire night. Yeah, I thought a very underrated dunk, though, was uh, Trey Murphy's, I think it was like his first one when he had the champion, uh, first dunk attempt uh, against Mack in the championship where he went between the legs, threw an alley-oop to himself, oh, and then yeah. caught it mid-air like and then the, did a Yeah, like without windmill. bouncing. Yeah. yeah. That was insane. That was, I, I thought that was going to get more hype than it actually did. I, I mean... I think he ended up getting like a 49 or something out of 50, but um, I didn't see a lot of buzz on on Twitter or anything about it, but maybe they were just 
too worried about, you know, Mac McClung's performance, which I get that too, but that was a very underrated dunk, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it too is that he followed it up with not like not as good of a dunk. Right. So like right. Um but even like Max like five forty, that was pretty crazy too. Um Yeah. 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 I mean all four of his dunks, I think three out of the four he got fifties on and the other one he got like a 49.8 because I think Carl yeah, Lisa Leslie was hitting. Oh, Lisa Leslie gave him a 49. Yeah, that was funny. But he, he basically had four 50s. I mean, he was unreal that night. Um, like Shaq and Kenny said, like, I mean, finally, the NBA dunk contest is back. And it's because of this dude. So... Um, props to Mac and, and what he brought. He definitely had stuff scripted up and, um, it was really cool to see the dunk contest actually be watchable again. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it would have been, I think part of, uh, what made it like a little bit worse was, didn't that they, they replaced, uh, Shade and Sharp with Jericho, right? Yeah, that was... And, and Shade and Sharp cool. has crazy bounce. That right. would have been nice to see. He was my dark horse to... Not even dark horse. I, I think I would have picked think, him straight up to win it. I think I probably would have too. Like, I mean, just even some in-game dunks he's had have been nuts. Yeah, I think it would have been him and Mac in the championship. I still think Mac would have won, but uh, who knows what yeah. Shaden would have brought, though. Like, he's... I didn't know he had this kind of bounce going into the year, but once he was, you know, throwing down some in-game dunks for Portland this year, like, I mean, that dude's going to be special for years to come if he can stay healthy and also get some minutes on that Portland team, which may be coming soon with uh, Josh Hart being shipped out to uh, the Knicks. So maybe there's more room for him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe I'll be in the dunk contest in the future going up against Ja. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we got to see like Ja Morant or like some of these. I want to see some of these stars get in the dunk competition. Like if we saw like Ja Morant and Anthony Edwards and Zion and players like that. Like if you had four great players, like I don't even think you should you like don't even have like rounds. Just have like f your four best dunks and then you rate all four of those and whoever has the top score wins it. Yeah, I would agree. I think part of it too, like, I think if they had like judges that they felt more confident in too, like <laughs> they would maybe yeah. do it. Cause I think they've seen like people in the past, like Aaron Gordon get screwed by D Wade. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> A little favoritism towards Derek Jones jr. Being in Miami that year. Um, right. But I think maybe if they had like more confidence and like had like maybe like they had like three judges like uh like MJ um oh what the heck's his name um Clyde yeah. Drexler uh yeah maybe Clyde. no it's somebody else that's won it like twice uh was it Richardson won it twice oh Jason Richardson yeah I yeah. think so I mean you I could even bring like right, Nate but... Robinson back maybe or Dwight Nate, Howard yeah, Nate Robinson yeah, I don't know if I trust Dwight, but yeah, true. He probably f favored like the big guys or something. I I would like Nate Robinson though. He's won three times, so that's the right. most. Or like Vince Carter, even that'd be cool. Yeah, but the thing is, you gotta 
they gotta want to be there too for All Star Weekend and want to judge too. So yeah, um, that's but true. It's nothing the NBA can't you know pay a little little cash for. I mean, it, it'd be that was why it'd be worth it though if it, somebody like Ja was in it. Like, it'd be worth the NBA paying extra for that. Like, to yeah. get those guys there. But well, you're. I mean, you're automatically gonna get way more views. I mean, just with those guys in it. So, um, it's tough because like, you can't force them to be in it. You can only you know try to get some noise around them to you know maybe maybe puts more incentives in there i don't know what it would be uh because i don't think i don't think you come up with enough cash to make them do it but yeah because it was only 100k which seems right it's like a lot but like not to um... right and that's why you see like a lot of players that aren't stars do it so that they can get that but um you know, maybe they maybe they do like a half and half where like some of it goes towards their charity too. That could be an incentive too. But I don't know. The dunk competition is back though. It's nice to see you back finally. Yeah, definitely is. Oh, not a terrible Saturday night. I mean, there's been better, but overall decent. Yeah, I mean, three point contest was good. Or I should say, it was decent, but it was decent. The dunk competition was definitely worth worth watch. So, but we're gonna take a quick break right here. When we come back on the up on the opposite side of the break, we'll get uh, get to talking about the All Star Game. All right, welcome back, guys. Um, so the All Star Game, Matt, um, wasn't exactly what I expected or wanted to expect from an All Star Game. Uh, it felt like we took a step back a little bit with just the product on the floor of what you could expect. Uh, I just felt like there was absolutely no defense being played, um, even in the fourth quarter when I thought things would get a little bit tighter. But uh, that could have been because, you know, Team Giannis was, you know, had a commanding lead there in the fourth quarter. But um, it just really wasn't that competitive. But we did have some like big time scores, like you know Tatum had 55, which is ties. I think ties an all time record. I think it, it beat it. It beat it. Yeah. So yeah. it's. I think it was Tatum. It was Anthony Davis, and then Steph last year. Yep. Uh, and then Donovan Mitchell had 40 points. Um, who were some other players like? Um, I think uh, Kyrie had like 35 maybe or something like that. Yeah. Dame had 35. Uh, Dame had 26. Or not uh, not uh, Dame, uh, Jalen Brown at 35, right? Yeah, yeah, or, Jalen Brown. Yes. But, um, yeah, just your thoughts on like the All-Star game. How, like, was it entertaining for you or was this kind of a snoozer? Um... I mean, I never get my hopes too up too high for the All Star Game. I think, uh, yeah, you know, like the game like twenty twenty was pretty rare. I think part of the reason it was so intense was because it was honoring Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like last year's game was okay, but um, I think 
I don't know. It's kind of like, especially in the first three quarters, like that was what I expected. Um, I I would have hoped it would have been closer so that they would have tried harder in the fourth. Um, but there there wasn't really a whole ton of reason to because it wasn't that close. Um, Tatum was like shooting the net off the rim. He was so on fire. Um, <laughs> That's to put it nicely too. <laughs> yeah, to put it nicely. Um, I don't even think there he, was a, a rim there when he was shooting. I thought it was just you know <laughs> count it, count it. Yeah, and even uh, like at a time in the third quarter, there was a point where Tatum and Donovan Mitchell were literally shooting like I think they hit like six threes in a row or something like that, or like something crazy. But it was there was a point where they went on a pretty big run, just the two of those guys did. Um, and Kyrie was trying to keep up a little bit, but um, I, it really just like. The whole um, team Giannis as a whole kind of was just not really even as a whole. Like four guys were basically carrying that squad, but they were carrying it by hitting a ton of shots. So, I mean, it's always cool to see like stars like hit big time shots and stuff like that. But um, you would have liked to see like a little more intensity. At least I I would have. Probably my favorite part of the whole entire game was uh, when Brown and Tatum were going at each other a little bit. Tatum or Brown got him with the uh, the three and did the two small and then and <laughs> then twice I think yeah the first one was like a like in the paint like a little fadeaway type thing but uh, then Tatum got him back with three um, silenced it um, but it, it was fun to see those two go at it because I think those kind of guys were like it's almost like two alphas on the same team because like J- Jalen Brown's a dog. Um, he can get you a bucket. He can play defense. Um, and that's part of the reason why the Celtics are so good is because of those two. So it was cool to see them go at it. Um, what was your favorite part of the game? I mean, I was going to say, you know, Tatum and, and Brown going at it. And it was kind of cool seeing Brown wear that uh, the black mask, bring the black mask back. But uh, oh, I don't think yeah. they'll let him use that in regular games. But that was cool to see. Um, wasn't even oh, sure if he was... you can't use that in regular games anymore. Uh, no, I don't think so because last time I saw it was when LeBron was using it, and then after that, I think uh, somebody I, else I tried think Kyrie to use, use it. it once. Yeah, I think he tried to use it, and then they told him he couldn't wear it for the second half. If I if I'm remembering right, but uh, I think I think you have to wear the the clear one. The clear one. Yeah. Yeah. I like the black one, though. Those look sick. I know. I know. Um, but, I mean, besides that, probably my favorite point or favorite part of it was just, um, you know, just some of the crazy shots they were taking. I mean, seeing Damian Lillard pull up from half court multiple times. He made one of them, which was cool to see. Um, you saw LeBron hit in first half, hit like a – I don't know if it was a step back, but it was from like 40 feet out. Uh, looked like a casual pull-up jumper where he just made it. Yeah. Um, all the threes at Tatum and and Brown and um, Donovan Mitchell were hitting were crazy. Um, Joel Embiid was playing well as what well, you know in that game. Um, definitely thought Jokic was going to have a better game just because it was his birthday and they they made that you know a big thing. Uh, in the uh, 
announcement of the all-stars um and it was kind of cool to see like while they were announcing them that uh because i think it was down to Jokic and laurie markman for the starters to be picked yeah and i think it was lebron's turn and then Jokic just gets up and starts walking to lebron's <laughs> side even before he gets picked that was that was a cool fun moment um but yeah i mean like you said like i wasn't expecting a whole lot out of this all-star game i think it was just it was a cool setup just to see how they did the draft. Um, even though I thought it was rigged when uh, Giannis uh, called upon Jabarant when they were in, the, you know, decide or picking the reserves. Oh yeah. Um, I knew that was going to come back uh, when they started doing the starters. I knew there was no way that Jab was going to go to LeBron's side. Um, a cool thing for us was seeing Anthony Edwards get picked first uh, in the draft. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I like seeing that. I, that actually surprised me a little bit. I thought he'd pick Kyrie first. Yeah, I, so did I. Or Luca, or not Luca, but uh, or uh, who else was there? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I mean, obviously LeBron just wanted some athleticism. I think he had like, he had like six or seven guys that were below the age of twenty-five on his team, or something like that. Or he was going yeah, pretty young that, for his. That reserves. sounds right. Because he did have some young guys. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Salt Lake, you know, they had a cool performance with Post Malone and uh, 21 Savage, which was pretty cool. But um, I did see on Twitter they had, like, a overview of the halftime show, and everybody was just sitting down, not having a good time <laughs> <laughs> watching it. I thought it was good, though. Um, can't go wrong but with Post Malone and, and 21. That was – yeah, that was the – the pregame show the halftime show was, was definitely shitty oh i didn't who's... even know who, i didn't really even know who the halftime show was it was like a mix of like spanish music i mean it was probably somebody popular i just didn't know their music okay yeah i, I didn't i didn't end up watching it i just know that the halftime show took like uh did it take like 30 minutes yeah it, it got took back a good on. while i know i was here on where i, I mean we're on the, we're in the north so like you know stayed up till 10 11 o'clock you know watching a all-star game probably wasn't the best way i could have spent my night but um it would have been nice to like shorten that up a little bit just just for the fans but yeah they just it, it's not a big deal i'm just picking this nicks a little bit at this but Overall, I thought uh, I thought they did a good job with you know with the production style of of bringing the All Star game and yeah uh, the game you was know, game was so so something that I liked I, I don't know if they've done it in the past but I was watching like the the uh, TBS broadcast that had like the uh, NBA crew with like Ernie Chuck uh, and Shaq they were broadcasting on one channel and I don't know if they've done that in the past but I really liked that because. Um, at one point, they they had like uh, Damian Lillard mic'd up while he was on the court, or not Damian Lillard, uh, Donovan Mitchell mic'd up while he was like playing, which was pretty cool. And like Shaq was like telling him to pull up, and he hit a couple threes when he was uh, mic'd up. So that was actually pretty fun to watch. Gives yeah, that... kind of the fans an inside look. Yeah, they did that with uh, a lot of a lot of players this year. I did it. 
in the Rising Stars game. They did it with Elvarado. Uh, he was talking a lot of a lot of trash, and um, they did it with Luka Doncic too in the in the first half. I remember that. Uh, I think Luka was like after he scored his first bucket or whatever. Uh, I think it was Shaq who was like. Uh, we need you to pull up on this next one. Luke is like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to pass the rest of this time. <laughs> yeah, which was kind of a bummer for me to hear because I bet on Luca to get over on his uh, three-pointers made in the All-Star game. But after I heard that, I was like, yep, I just lost a bet. But it's all good. I get it. Just All-Star game. Can't be mad. <laughs> but it, it was cool to see that side of you know what a player's thinking, even if it is an All-Star game. Obviously, it's not. A real game where you're you know getting the insights of what they're thinking during game situations but um yeah. still cool to kind of see and and hear what they're thinking at that at that point in time on the court yeah definitely i think i mean it would be cool to see that like during a actual game too i mean obviously like they wouldn't want to have it like where it's two-way where they can talk to them but like i've always thought like the mic'd up things are pretty cool um yeah, maybe not maybe. playoff time, but definitely regular season. You can definitely test that out. Yeah, definitely not playoffs because, like, there's a lot on the line. But, like, during the regular season, like, even if it was, like, a marquee game, like, it'd be cool to see, like, an entire game of the mic'd up, you know? But I guess yeah. they have to, like, edit out things just because you never know. Um, right, and you might hear things from, like, the coaches, like, different game plans that they're doing or different plays. Yeah. And- which, I mean, but every team knows what you're running and stuff because they've seen you do it so many times. I mean, I think the only thing that changes maybe, like, the lingo. Um, yeah, or even year. if they did, like, they did, like, during the game where, like, it was just, like, half the first quarter or something like that. Or, like, probably I'd rather see it more, like, half the fourth quarter, like, the first yeah. half of the fourth quarter or something like that. But I think that would be, like, pretty darn cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, I like that they try things out like during All Star Weekend. It's uh, nice to see that like that NBA is like pretty innovative and stuff like that. Yeah, and I feel like they got at least one or two new things they kind of incorporate every All Star just to see if it works, see if the fans like it, see what kind of feedback they get on it, and then you know that can carry over to the next year. So um, we've already seen it a bunch with different rule changes they've made in the nba like take fouls i thought they were gonna call a take foul on lebron in the all-star game that one time in the first half but um yeah i mean it's it's really cool to see the different steps that the nba is willing to take versus some of these other leagues like you know the nfl nhl mlb which are a little bit on the more conservative side of not changing those rules and keeping the things the same they were so, I mean, that's that's great for not only the league itself, but it's great for the fans, the players, uh, and everybody in, involved in the association. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the XFL just started this weekend, too. Um, and, like, just seeing, like, that, too, was pretty cool. Like, just seeing, like, when they were implementing, like, new rules and stuff like that. Like, it's always cool to see, like, leagues be innovative because – like every era is different and like everybody's changing. So it's nice to see like that. They take things seriously and like, we'll actually not be like the NFL and keep things mostly the same. And like, um, not just change things up. I know like, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but like before, like the whole all-star week or like 
at the start of the all-star weekend like um what's the commissioner oh, adam, silver adam silver was talking um and he was like talking about the nba app and like did you see that thing like with the virtual thing uh, uh virtual rea- reality on the nba uh, app or there's a yeah there's like this thing on the nba app that's coming out soon where you can scan yourself into the app and like put yourself in place of a player that's playing in a live game it, it's pretty insane wow. like it, you should look it up because like how would that even he, work he like scanned this guy that was up there with him like a former nba player and scanned his body into thts um during a play and it, it basically looked like he was on the court and he dunked it on that play it was hilarious because it now gives like fans an opportunity to like dunk on their most hated players yeah. or like stuff like yeah. that but you should definitely so check cool. it out if you haven't seen it now i definitely will i might just be on it all the time just so that i could maybe be lebron for one moment and see <laughs> see myself dunking on somebody that'd be Sc- awesome scan yourself in as ant dunking on uh watanabe wannabe yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that'd be, that'd be awesome cool. yeah Cool new features coming coming the NBA. It's that's what we like to see. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean that's going to conclude our our All Star podcast recap. But um, we will have another podcast episode coming out tomorrow, and then I think we'll have one on Friday as well on just the uh, on on fantasy basketball. We'll give you guys some some inside tips on on what to do for playoffs. Um, because that's coming soon, I believe. So uh, definitely some things to look forward to. Um, and like always, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We got new stuff coming out for you guys. Um, we should have a new YouTube video coming out um, that is connected to our TikTok. So uh, if you are if you follow our TikTok page, um, I'm sure you'll hear about it. So um we'll definitely have a new youtube video coming out uh just for you guys so um yeah if you enjoy the content though make sure you like and follow send us a comment um to either uh our podcast or you can send it to our gmail account at shotside at gmail.com but until next time guys peace peace